I said to the woman at reception, excuse me, you know, whereabouts are the bathrooms? And she looked at me and she's like, oh, no, dear. No, no, you re- you've got to hold on to it. Hold on to it. And I was you like. got to have a full bladder. Full bladder. <laughs> and I was like, how do I describe I didn't know what to say. And I said, oh, no, I just need to go clean up down there. And I was just like. What? And then everyone fell silent. <laughs> and I <laughs> so embarrassed. I slowly backed away and I was like, I don't know who this chick is. <laughs> <laughs> she disowned me. I came back and she was just gone. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Hi, I'm Hayley. And I'm Fiona. And welcome to, to What the IVF. Woo! Firstly, a huge thank you. We have been inundated with people chatting to us about this podcast and yeah the thank feedback you. has been amazing all the reviews we've actually read each and every one several times all of them I mean who doesn't love reading reviews about themselves <laughs> <laughs> I have to say I don't know if it's like the real deal but uh Dawn French out there thank you yeah I am Dawn it said a review a review from Dawn French I was like stop it Dawny <laughs> welcome <laughs> thank you no honestly guys it means so much it it just we're the, over the moon. Yeah, the fact that what we're doing here is, you know, helping you guys, and you know, you know that it just makes it all worth it. Really, it does. We are just so over, overwhelmed with the support, and we hope you're feeling the love right back. You know, the whole point of this podcast is to make everyone else out there on this crazy wild journey feel less, less alone. alone so. Yeah, less alone. And so we certainly feel less alone now with all the support that yeah. we've had. And all on the Instagram page we started. Oh, yeah. If you haven't already, give us a follow on Watch the IVF Podcast. Uh, Is there it, a dot in there? No dot. No, no dot it's just there. at What the IVF Podcast. Oh, well done. Thank you. I know. It was a, it's a thrill that that wasn't taken. <laughs> it was just a small wins, yeah. hey? So we've actually had some questions come through um, through the Instagram Instagram page and we want to keep this quite interactive so yeah well the first one was um why didn't we put Haley's Haley's egg in Fee and Fee's egg in Haley, which I'm assuming is that we bas- both carry each other's yeah so we carry each other's eggs so that it's the closest I guess you can get to biologically both being related to the child um we well originally yeah that was our plan it was yeah (laughs) we were like that sounds amazing if we and it is and for anyone out there who has done it it's it is um, like it would be such an incredible thing to be able to carry your partner's egg um but we did bring it up with our fertility specialist and he said to us at the time, like as lovely and beautiful as that sounds, it's realistically our aim right now is to get you pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> and the most surefire way of that occurring is for you to just carry on with your own your own body parts. So um, it was he he meant it in a in nice, a nice way, way yeah. in a nice way. So I guess for us, you know, not carrying each other's. Uh, it doesn't really matter because either way we're going to love the child the child is both children one when we have our first and second third fourth and fifth (laughs) well there might be a few more who knows who knows um we they'll all be loved they're all both all of them will be our children i remember him the fertility specialist at the time saying he's like look as as lovely as it is you're going to love these children no matter what yeah. So whether you carry fee's egg or fee carries fee's egg, etc., it the love for that the love for that child, child is the same. So yeah. and we thought we want the highest chance of you getting pregnant, and that is at you know at thirty seven years young. <laughs> that is carrying your eggs. So 
that is why we decided not to go down that avenue. So hopefully that answers that question. Um, the other question we had that I thought was interesting was, have we considered embryo donation? And I'm not sure if this question was about whether we would consider donating our embryos at the end of all this or whether we would consider um, accepting donated embryos. And um, we'll answer both of them. The first one about, um, I guess, donating embryos. Um, I actually sort of discussed this with you pre-podcast. Yeah. I'm, I mean, it's something I'm thinking more and more about after everything. If I, if I do have embryos left in the freezer and, and, you know, we're not planning on having any more children, I actually have thought about donating them to, um, you know, someone out there who can't have a family. I mean, it's something I would be open to, but probably more uh, in terms of family. If it was, if I'm, I just, I'm. Mm, uh, it's it's a really it's a tough really call. tough call because, and the thing is, it's you know we've had a donation from someone, so I guess it's kind of like it would be a really nice thing for us to give back, give yeah. back, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's 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 something. Yeah, I think it's a yeah. You'd have to sort of think. You have to do. You have to do the thinking about it, obviously, and, and yeah. There's a lot I of guess because we are that. on this journey to creating a child right now, it's creating some a child for someone else at this point in time <laughs> is just not something that's crossed yeah. our mind. I just try to focus on <laughs> the, the task at hand. But yeah. um, but it's definitely something that's crossed my mind. And in terms of receiving a donated embryo, if we got to that point, I guess we would explore that option. We would explore that option. Yeah, yeah. If yep, we get definitely. to that point, you know. We both would love to have a family and if that's going to be the way that we do it, then it would yeah. be something to consider as well as adoption and fostering and all the rest. All the rest. Yeah. They're things but that – one step at a time. <laughs> <laughs> I want to foster all the children. I know. I know. Can we just <laughs> one on step the at a time. journey at hand? Oh, dear. Well, a quick catch up on the last time we spoke and we had put Iggy, our frozen embryo, in the freezer. And we made the call to do this because Iggy, if Iggy hadn't been frozen, it was going to turn out that fee, you would have probably walked down the aisle and dropped a bundle. Dropped. (laughs) (laughs) That was not, and that would not be fun for anyone. No, that would be quite, that would be a wedding to remember. It it was literally going to make me bang on due on our wedding day so that was a yeah that would yeah we didn't really yes would have made made for quite an interesting wedding indeed Mm -hmm. but in this episode we're going to discuss why we have actually taken Iggy out of the freezer our our decision to change clinics and the latest method that we're trying to help you get pregnant because we I need all the help I can get. (laughs) (laughs) No, you don't. We'll get you there. So we're now a few months post putting Iggy on ice and this thing, COVID, has taken over the world. Quite literally, it has taken over our world. And we are living in a very, very strange times we're living in. Yeah. Um, And in that time, like a lot of other people, we have had a lot, a lot of time. (laughs) A lot of time to to think and reflect and I guess to talk to other people and I guess to do a little bit of research. And I think during during the time we started speaking to a lot of other 
people about our fertility journey thus far and just talking about um, our fertility specialist and what other people had been through. The ups and, and downs. The ups and, and downs. Yep. Yeah. And we started to kind of think about maybe we might look at changing fertility specialists. Yeah. And it just so – as that sort of thought – you know, that seed was planted in our head, we started to lean into it a bit more and this one name kept popping up, not just through friends but actually through your sister. My sister That's as well. Right. Like this one name kept coming up and in a really positive way people at your work had mentioned this person and we were like it just, at the, I don't know, the timing it was all just seemed it's right. It, yeah. We were like, you know, this has happened it just felt like maybe for the next chapter of our IVF journey, we try it with a new, a new specialist. specialist and new clinic and we just go forward from there. It was, and it, you know, it's nothing against our past, it's nothing no. against the previous fertility specialist. You know, our previous fertility specialist was, they gra- were amazing. was great. They were great. But this journey is something that you want to be perfect to an extent yeah. And you just want to feel comfortable and we weren't entirely comfortable in the way things were going and so we just made that call to change yeah. to change our fertility specialist. And um, we actually had – because obviously life during COVID is everything is done via Zooms or Skypes and things like that, we had a conversation with the, fertil- the new fertility specialist. Yeah, our first appointment was on Zoom. Yeah, which was actually great because I don't know anyone going through fertility. You just you just on the go to appointments constantly. constantly. So to just do it from the comfort of our own home was actually not that bad. In your trackies and Uggs, it's great. Yeah. Who doesn't? It's I tell you what, if there's a silver lining to COVID, it's trackies and Uggs. <laughs> yeah, I haven't put like non-elasticated pants on for quite some time. <laughs> God, you're sexy. <laughs> no. Oh, man. But, but we, it was a we, – so, yeah, we had this chat with our new-ish – we hadn't actually decided at this point, but we had our first sort of consult with the new fertility yeah. specialist. But he actually was sort of said – he was quite direct. He was just point blank like – so you have an embryo sitting on ice. Like why? Why <laughs> is there an embryo sitting on ice? Like he's like, I don't mean to be offend- offensive, but Fiona, we really can't mess around with you. We really need to get this show rolling because, you know, if the, we put this embryo in, it doesn't take. We really just need to crack on with, you know, everything else. So, I mean, that was kind of like a bit of a, a wake-up call to us. Yeah, and it was. And I he wasn't trying to be – mean like he said he wasn't trying to be offensive he was just straight to the point which is probably what we needed to hear yeah Uh, because we were you know we had been sitting around for a few months with Iggy on ice I mean the only the only thing I got a little bit funny about in that first encounter was I don't know I I guess I feel like I haven't really had much of a go at this whole fertility thing I've had you know no one's given you a chance no one's given me a chance for pregnant and he basically was saying you know Fiona you know with your age and whatnot we will we'll have a couple of goes with you but if it doesn't work we'll just move straight on to Hayley I nearly choked I was like (laughs) uh excuse me what like same it's quite I don't know it was quite I feel like that is a decision that we we make on our own how many goes I have, you know, I look at my sister and she went through 10 rounds and, and I, I'm, I'm in it for the, for the long haul. Like I'm, yeah. I'm prepared to, you know, I'm give this you. a fairly big nudge. So for him to kind of say that I was a little bit 
put off, but I tried just to a shake bit taken it back. Just taken aback. Yeah. I was just like, mm, not really your, your place to suggest that, sir. But, um, <laughs> oh, he was, he, he, look, he means well. And you know, he what, means well. in any, um, I guess maybe for some people it might put them off going with him, but he was, I kind of enjoyed the he was straight down the line straight approach. shooter, which was great. And he was, you know, he kind of, made it quite clear that, yeah, we didn't do need to get a crack on with me and my age and all my stats, obviously. Yeah, he went through all the paperwork and yeah. things like that. So that was at the point where we were like, right, we need to get Iggy on a bus or in an Uber, whatever <laughs> transport method Iggy goes on. Can you just imagine? I'm like, I'm literally picturing Iggy with like a little hat and shoes and a little embryo. Off it goes into the new clinic. How exciting. <laughs> First day of school. <laughs> no, uh, I've like, wild imagination. He literally, he literally gave us um, a three-week window that we had to get all of our, well, our sperm and Iggy and all our notes Paperwork. and counselling notes had to be transferred across to the new clinic and all approved and filed away and ready to go. Uh, before we could start but he actually I started taking all the the preparation drugs for it which was I can never pronounce this progesterone 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 suppositories so I started taking those bad boys which anyone out there who has taken them know the joy and the fun and the pain (laughs) that they entail they Uh, make you a little bit I don't know a little bit crazy a little bit loopy but they're also just like messy and there's a tsunami in your pants every day just not fun for anyone poor producer Sam (laughs) I know (laughs) he has to listen to this (laughs) so we have this we were told we could actually try this month and so that's why the rush was on to get everything done in the space of three but, weeks. But we thought we I honestly thought three weeks was loads of time. And so I started the process of contacting our old clinic to to transfer everything across and it just uh, like it, it was, was a debacle. Like talking to and, and our new it was just like the both clinics wouldn't communicate directly with each other and no, I couldn't get through to the right people and it was, it was a nightmare. It was a nightmare. And I feel like COVID wasn't helping at all either because – Oh, yeah, because everyone's working from yeah, home. Yeah, everyone's at home. I don't like, have access to that file. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was a recurring so, problem. And because I'm on these suppositories, which are slowly making me go more and more mad each day, and I was like, okay, we all know that stress and anxiety are like the, the worst things for fertility. So I'm just trying to remain cool and calm. But the, the encounters I was having on a daily basis with the clinics was – pushing me to the brink so eventually I just nearly broke and I was like babe you you I I can't I'm so stressed and I'm not getting anywhere with either clinic and time is running out like we need this across the line you know what so you were like right that's it I'm taking over and I am going to go nuts yeah I did (laughs) I actually I was just like this is just a nightmare yeah yeah I, I took the reins and I just said right you step out of this I think you've had enough Go do some yoga. This was like two days in, mind you. No, I'm kidding. Oh, I was not. <laughs> no, I, you'd, you'd been dealing with it for about a week, and I was like, "Babe, just I, let me." I needed to go meditate. I was like, "Please go meditate. Go go somewhere quiet and just live a stress-free life as we, pos- you know, embark on this first transfer of the embryo." So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Look, it was a nightmare of a process, and you're on the phone to like the, oh, the scientists. Yeah, I was talking to scientists and there was just information that was missing and it was a debacle. It literally came down. So we were supposed to have the transfer on the Monday and on the Friday at like 4.59 p.m. on the Friday afternoon, 
we still hadn't had confirmation from the clinic. And yeah. I, <laughs> I was at the supermarket. I remember just – and I was just like, it's it's just not going to happen. Like we'd kind of – I'd just kind of gone nice. You'd just taken three weeks' worth of suppositories yeah. for no, for no <laughs> I reason. I'd gone mad for no no reason, you know, and I was like, that's it. We're just going to have a, cook a big, beautiful dinner and you were making me buy like a four-kilo slab of It was pork, pork belly. belly. It was two kilos, thank you, and we were <laughs> having friends over for dinner. It that's was not enormous. what we eat. I still recall vividly – my phone ringing and I was carrying a slab of meat and all the groceries and basically nearly dropping them all and answering the phone. If you had dropped that pork belly, I would have been so <laughs> off it. And they basically, I answered the phone and they said, we've done it. They've, they've, they've agreed to the, to transfer everything across. And I, I just nearly cried. I was like, oh my God, it's happening. This is happening. I think I actually stood up at work and I was like, yes, I did it. (laughs) I was so proud. I was like, I cannot believe I have managed to, it was anyway. Wangle the scientist. It sounds ridiculous, but the, you know, I basically had a claw from signing that many forms to get this embryo to the nuclear. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It was a long process. We got there and fee was cool, calm and collected. I was grey. It's fine. (laughs) So throughout the process, as Fee was being her cool, calm and collected self, she... My stress-free self. Stress-free Fee. Yeah. I like that. Try and say that a thousand times. But she actually, you started uh, doing acupuncture. Yeah, I mean, I've had I've heard from so many people, my sister included, that loads of people do it, and I have done a lot of research on it. And there's you know studies that say on the day of transfer, having acupuncture can be really beneficial because I guess at the end of the day, it's creating blood flow to that to that area. So I um, I've got a friend who is a very well renowned um, acupuncturist from Taiwan. His name's Jeff. He's fantastic. And the loveliest human in the world. An amazing human. And so I reached out to him and he's like, honey, come see me. And so I started seeing him um, at least twice, twice a week, three times a week in the the, like three three week week period. And it was, it was amazing. I mean, I would, I would say that it's acupuncture is not probably my, one of my favorite. I love it. I don't know how you don't enjoy it. I'm like, stick some needles into me, oh. release that pain and that stress. I'm like, oh. do it. Is that weird? It's probably a bit yeah, weird. Yeah, like I, it's, I guess you either love it or you don't. But, I mean, the whole process was pretty amazing. Like when I went to see him for the first time, he asked me to poke out my tongue and felt my pulse. And just on the basis of those two things, he reeled off pretty much everything that's wrong with me. And let's be honest, I'm 37 years old, falling apart. There's a lot wrong with me. <laughs> No. <laughs> and he could tell, he was like, oh, are you, are you having back issues, lower back issues? And at that point, like I, that week, I just started seeing the Cairo for my lower back because I get problems with it. And then he's like, your uh, circulation's really poor, which is I'm like constantly frozen all the time because I've got really bad circulation. But like I get fluid retention, which is really sexy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no comment. They're <laughs> <laughs> just... He was just kind of bang on with all these things. And then so that was great. And then he took me up to the the room and lay me on a bed and proceeded to put about, I reckon, about 30 to 50 needles in me. Oh, covered. come Seriously, off they were in my head, like in my scalp, chest, tummy, arms, legs, feet, hands, 
all over me and I was like, okay. And he was, he'd like put them in and then kind of twiddle it. And it's meant to, you're meant to kind of feel it go up, like shoot through your body. I swear he did one in my foot and I nearly kicked him through the wall. Jeff's like a little, like a slight human. And I like poor my Jeff reaction. Was, <laughs> poor Jeff was nearly booed to the yes, next suburb. I was so bad because my, it was just, it like felt like a poker had gone through my foot. I must be really sensitive. Anyway, he <laughs> then once he'd gotten all the needles in, he then proceeded to hook me up to electrodes, which because your blood still wasn't flowing. Because <laughs> he's like, like God, dead. this chick is dead. Because <laughs> he's like, we really need to get your circulation flowing. Everything's cold, and that's not great. <laughs> so turned on this these like hooked the electrodes up to the top of all the needles, and then like like really cranked it. And then he put a beautiful heat lamp on my tummy, which I really quite enjoyed. But when he left the room. I was like, how long am I going to be lying here for? I was like, oh, I'm just going to like lift my phone up and have a look at it. But like oh I've got God. needles in both my hands. If this isn't a phone addiction, I don't know what is. <laughs> well, I had 30 minutes to kill, babe. But I, I tried there. to this lift This is the point. You meditate. You just chill. Oh, I'm not very good at that. Instagram, I, I must look at no, Instagram. Uh, I just, <laughs> I don't know. My fo- I could hear like emails coming through and I was like, oh, I can just like have a little read. But – I was really struggling to lift my phone because it was hurting me. And then when Jeff came back in at the end of the 30 minutes, he's like, what have you done? Were you trying to like lift your phone? He's like, you're not allowed to move. He said the needles can break off if you move. And he's like, I'd like bled everywhere. Oh, my God. It's like a massacre. Die by iPhone. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. But anyway, I've, the, it was doing the acupuncture. And then he gave me some herbs to take. And if anyone – has taken the herbs before. Look, they're not fun. They're really not. It's like drinking. And your dirt. partner will hear about it daily. Oh, of course, it's <laughs> a given. Oh, you! I asked you to try them, and you wouldn't because she I'll, wouldn't I'll even... take them when I when I have to take them. Oh my gosh, <laughs> she wasn't even brave enough to try my herbs. They looked rank. I've got to be honest. They yeah. did look rank. <laughs> it's like drinking mud twice a day as well, morning and night. A big uh, glass anything of to mud. make you fertile. Oh, look, I did it. I you did. 100%. I f- threw myself into it f- with full force. And, and between um, and between that and the suppositories, the loopiness was oh just yeah. so interesting. We've actually, you know what, we've actually got a re- little recording of the night before our transfer and I think everyone can judge for themselves whether you have absolutely lost the plot or not. <laughs> I was listening to another podcast and they were saying that, you know, in this day and age, you know, back when we were cavemen... Mm. Our bodies were so used to doing the fight or flight, you know, you'd get full of adrenaline to be able to run away from a lion and that would cause, like, give you, it was that flight or fight thing. And in this day and age, we don't have any way of really processing the adrenaline that is put in our body and we're kind of in that f- flight fight mode for fight or flight yeah like we're in that mode for most like over the silliest things but our bodies just stay in that like tense state which is what I've been feeling like like I've been so tired but I've just been wired mm-hmm. like could not force like just so tense just thinking like there's just so many things going on in my brain and that's what is really bad for fertility mm-hmm. I need to relax that so it's safe to say you were experiencing all of the emotions. Yeah. I mean, I will be honest, I was pretty sleep deprived. I don't think I'd slept in the 
like a couple of nights lead up to that, I was pretty anxious about the whole situation. And the suppositories obviously had like taken started hold. Taken, <laughs> taken hold. Yes. That's okay. I understand. And you know what? It's all part of the journey. And as a partner, it's you just got to sit there and listen. I think, um, you know, in my position, I just, I like to sit there and listen to the madness that comes with this journey, but it's good madness. And it's also, look at, I'm going to be there at some point. So I guess. Indeed you will. (laughs) Never will forget that. It'll be your turn soon, dear. Yes, dear. (laughs) Anyway, we get to the morning of the transfer and Fee starts rattling off all these things that we are not allowed to do. Yes, I actually got in quite a panic that morning because I realised... Another panic. <laughs> quite a few of those. Um, because I realised that we're not allowed to wear fragrances and I, got, I was in the shower and I was like thinking about it. Well, obviously, firstly, if you've ever done the suppositories, you wake up in the morning and they slowly start to seep out, but not all at once. So you just never know when the full tsunami is going to hit. Oh, my but God. I knew that there's you someone so sexy sometimes. Someone, <laughs> someone was going to be in that general area this morning, so I really wanted to clean it. But then I realized everything in my shower was scented. Everything and fragrance kills embryos. Like I've got a friend who's an embryologist. Can't. Oh really? Like, yeah, and they're not allowed to wear anything with any kind of scent to work. Like they've got to be so careful. Like it makes sense. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, I had this like big drama in the shower. So I just decided I'm just going to do use water. So had a camping shower. Had a camping shower yeah. that morning. Yes. You smelled delicious after it. No, you <laughs> actually, you know what, you, you're fine. I mean, you, have a, you still had a shower. You were yeah. still clean. And, yeah. you know, I had my normal shower, but I remember you saying you can't do this, can't, can't, you can't wear, perfume, wear no perfume. perfume, don't wash your hair today because that'll stink and, you know, make it. I don't know, just affected. You go into a bit of, I mean, obviously the morning of you're excited, but you're also nervous and we just want to make sure everything is absolutely perfect before little uh, frozen Iggy makes his way into your little oven. (laughs) So, you know, we were doing everything we can possible to make that the most seamless process as possible. So when we got to the clinic... Yes, the clinic, that Um, awkward moment in the reception. I will never forget it. So we arrived and you kind of have to check in with obviously with COVID and fill in all these forms and it was at that moment that my suppository, the big tsunami, decided to hit and I was like, oh, my goodness. And I said to the woman at reception, excuse me, you know, whereabouts are the bathrooms? And she looked at me and she's like, oh, no, dear. No, no, you've got to hold on to it. Hold on to it. And I was like, have a full bladder. Full bladder. (laughs) And I was like, how do I describe? I didn't know what to say. And I said, oh, no, I just need to go clean up down there. And I was just like, what? And then everyone fell silent. (laughs) And I (laughs) so embarrassed. I slowly backed away and I was like, I don't know who this chick is. (laughs) (laughs) She disowned me. I came back and she was just gone. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) They're like, who's this? I'm like, no idea. I don't even know why I'm here. <laughs> anyway, so that was quite embarrassing, but we cleaned up that mess. And yes, um, she did allow you to eventually go to the bathroom, yeah, thankfully, yeah. and you were able to clean yourself up and yeah. tidy yourself up for yeah. our fertility specialist. Yeah, and then we were both taken through. Luckily enough, you could come with me to the kind of the the, reco- the, the recovery room, the before room. It's like yeah, a little, it's the before and after room, I yeah. guess. And um, so COVID 
rules. You can't go in with your partner for the transfer these days. Yeah, so you weren't unfortunately, I couldn't go see little Iggy make his way or her way up into you. Yeah. But that's okay. I was there for as much as of it yeah. as I could be. And then our fertility specialist came into the room. And Met him kind in of, person yeah. for the first time. It was very exciting. Had a very quick chat with him and he said, it's all going to be fine. It'll be very brief. Uh, just take your clothes off, put a gown on and follow me. So he left and I did Got changed. Such. And then followed him into the room and said goodbye to you. And then I was taken into like the, well, the room where it happens yeah. and there was a couple of embryolo- embryologists embryologists there and we'll practice nurses. that word before the episode next time <laughs> sorry guys um and a couple of nurses and then I was told to sit in a chair put my feet in the stirrups and it all happened so quickly like and quite pain-free painlessly actually it was pretty yeah you, amazing. I remember you saying it was like a pap smear yeah and it there was like no pain and interestingly enough they well, they had little Iggy up on screen and they said, mm, sorry about it. He, he, he or, or she, she looks a little bit um, deflated because de- they, I guess they dehydrate when they f- freeze them and then when they are unthawing, they kind of rehydrate. Science. <laughs> and they said that they then uh, had to get a bubble and get the embryo inside the bubble and then use the bubble to pass the embryo into like a little, my like a cervix. little mini bus to get it up. <laughs> oh, that sounds terrible. I'm sorry. So, yeah, I'm just, <laughs> rewind. So, <laughs> so then they got all the equipment out, the speculum broom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I love you. Terrible. <laughs> One way ticket not getting dinner tonight. <laughs> yes, you are walking oh. a fine line, dear. Um, and yeah, it was really quick. Just. I guess just shoved it in and yeah, yeah, it, was, it was in and I could see it going in, which was pretty amazing. And then, but after he pulled the thing out, everyone had to like thoroughly check that the bubble had actually like plopped off inside me and not sort of been pulled out and dropped somewhere. So I guess yeah, everyone like everything. checked everything and they said, nope, no, nothing you were, here. You were, you know, Literally gone and back in a flash. Three minutes. It was so quick. It was really quick. And, and then, I was just sitting there like, twiddling my thumbs, waiting to hear and you came back. You're like, all right, all done. I was yeah. like, oh, and my God. And they're like, okay, you can just take it easy today. So after it happened, we went and got some breakfast together and then you went off to work and I, I went off to see Jeff to have some more acupuncture, which was a joy for all. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly don't understand why you don't love it. I love acupuncture. Mm. I think it's fantastic. But that is all we have time for today. Thank you so much for tuning in next on what the IVF, IVF. another delightful two-week wait. Uh, they never really get any easier, do they? Did little Iggy stick? We'll tell you all the fun stuff in the next step. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for listening, guys. We love your support. And if you're enjoying us, please rate, review and subscribe. subscribe. And if you've got any questions or feedback, please feel free to head to the Instagram page. Uh, we love reading everything. Absolutely everything. We love it all. Thank you so much for tuning in. Bye, guys.